Hey, Andrew. Hey, Britt. Do you like Star Wars? No! (laughs) (laughs) I hate it now. Thanks for asking. Oh, man. Uh, We have not done an episode in Uh, a while. I said Skywalker was a thing we'll talk about in a different thing. It's been so long your internet's shitting the bed. Oh, hey, there it goes. Oh, are you still there? Oh, no. Oh, no, it's happening again. Oh, no, he left the call. Oh, he's back. Okay, I think I'm back. Okay, we good? Oh, uh, we should be. All right. So, let's see, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, you you hate Star Wars now. Yeah, as right as Skywalker made my internet, they die. <laughs> Even talking about it. No one's ever really dead. <laughs> Look, when we uh, do the spoiler cast, I'll <laughs> do my full my full rant. All right. But, yeah, we'll oh. we'll save that. We'll save that. It's yes. Yeah, so all, all, all I'm going to say about it right now is the mm-hmm. best part of the film is also the worst part of the film. Yeah. Okay. And all that's right. But yeah, that's... <laughs> sure. All right, so it's been a while since we've done anything with this. So I imagine we have some stuff kind of stocked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we got some, some good stuff. Um, some bad stuff. But yeah, some, yeah, some good and some bad. Uh, let me start us off. So the one of the big things I did, I just rebuilt my PC. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, I got a new motherboard, a new CPU. Uh, two new hard drives. I got a two terabyte SSD for all my games, a six terabyte nice. hard drive for all my media. Cause I want to actually keep a media library on my computer right. and, uh, went from 16 gigs of Ram to 32. Nice. Uh, the, the CPU, it's a Ryzen seven 3700 X, which is like an eight core when I had a four core before. Nice. So nice. this, this thing's freaking great. Uh, like I'll talk about it here in a little bit, but I was able to run Jedi Fallen Order at max settings at 60 FPS. Yeah, Fallen Order, more like falling apart because the game's coded poorly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that when I talk about Fallen Order. <laughs> uh, we'll get to we'll we'll get to that here in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I rebuilt my PC and now I'm because pro- I'm probably like next gen. Probably not gonna rush out and buy a PS5 or an Xbox X, you know. I'm gonna Xbox Six. Yeah, that's it, right. They're having yeah. all the Six. Yeah, the Series X. Yeah, the Six. Yeah. <laughs> what they, is they... okay? What is the the time frame to when hardcore Xbox fans start calling Sony fans virgins? Like, what is the time frame? Uh, the second the Xbox Six is on the market. Okay. It's like, yeah, look at, look at us, you Sony ponies. We're having all this sex with our mini fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like they they made a gaming rig and they called it an Xbox. Yeah. It's (laughs) fucking weird looking. Oh, the game awards were a thing. Oh God. Game awards were not fucking worth it. But anyway. Oh, you didn't want to stay up for Van Diesel? For Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez, who is clearly who, drunk. Who could not pronounce Tekken? It's uh, Tekken. Tekken? Yeah. 
Oh man. But yeah, so I'm like I'm like, alright, I'm gonna try to use my PC more, play more you know that's where I like play more uh graphically intense games, I guess, instead of rushing out to buy a new console. I mean I I, I got a new, you know, laptop. Nice. Oh month too. It's a nice omen, so I've been kinda of doing the same things. It's pretty good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, Fun so times. yeah, I did that um recently. But some games that I finished. It's been a while. I finished Judgment. So, you, you like the twist about them eyeballs? I do, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's actually genuinely interesting. Here's why. I was like, okay. I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, it's not something, like, weird and sadistic, but, like, oh, the killer just likes to eat eyeballs. Or whatever. So, But do, but do you share my sentiment? About there being a sequel to Judgment. There could easily be a sequel. I mean, there could, but I yeah. don't want one. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I am happy with what we got. I think it ends really well. Um, I like how it ends with uh, Yagami and Kaito going to go find a cat. Yeah. Yeah, and like, it's, it's nice. It's like a nice little vignette into this world. You don't have to make it more complicated than that. But also, at the same time, you could easily have a sequel where it's like, oh, Yagami's got to solve another case or something. I mean, I get that, but then it's also, like, Yagami's whole character growth in the game was, you know, disgraced yeah. lawyer, mm-hmm. the detective, and then he redeems himself as a lawyer. Yeah, and then deciding that he wants to keep on being a detective. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like he's he's had his arc. He's, he's yeah, good. Um, I do probably want something like this again. Uh, I mean... Like, well, kind of like, you know, a game set in the Yakuza universe that doesn't involve like that you don't play as a yakuza basically yeah no i would yeah because i feel like the 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 yakuza multiverse at this point Mm -hmm. that includes you know uh fist of the north star yeah yeah right (laughs) i haven't played that uh it's a fun game i i feel like they could do a lot Mm -hmm. in the yakuza multiverse mostly because like if you just play like a regular you know yakuza game you got some wacky shenanigans going on there oh yeah Definitely. You'd be like, like what's with this character? You know, give him a game. You know, sure. Yeah. A, a game where you you play as one of the. Uh, I don't know. Okay, wait. He, he wants a bad in cage. I don't know. Hear me out, right? Okay. What <laughs> if you have a game where you play as Akiyama? Just him. Yes, I, I yeah. pre-order that right now. Oh yeah, me too. Because he's like the best character. <laughs> okay, what about Yakuza Dead Souls too? I never played Dead Souls 1, so... You haven't? It's weird. I haven't played I, it either, but, like... It's the zombie game. Like, I, I know, like, about it, and how it was really a character who really shouldn't be there, because, you know, he kind of exploded. Eh, don't worry about it, it's not canon. <laughs> um, I mean, I, uh, I, I, like mean, I how, guess Palpatine yeah. survived, he exploded. Yeah, but, no one's know. ever really dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Anyway, um... Yeah, Judgment was super good. It's one of my favorite games this year, probably. I liked it a whole bunch. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's it was great. Um, definitely one of my favorite of those. And now I got to get onto Yakuza Kiwami too because I should get caught up at some point. But did you play Kiwami One? I did. Yeah, I beat it. Nice, nice. Yeah, that version is okay. I feel like it's not really made for the style switching. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it, like it also it feels really cheap too. Yeah, yeah. 
but you yeah. get the cutscene where Kiryu kicks open the door and the guy goes flying. Yeah, and it still has the PS2 animation, so it looks incredible. <laughs> it's so good. It's real good. Yeah, I. Yeah, Kiwami, Kiwami one was all right. Um, definitely need to get on to back to Kiwami two. I've already played through Yakuza four, so then after Kiwami two, I just have to do five and six. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. It comes out in February. Oh shit! Right. Oh man, Tokyo Mirage Sessions comes out next month. I'm not getting it. I am. I like that game. I'm not. I, oh, but I gotta get Kakarot because I'm. Oh, that game looks really good. Yeah. Like whenever they announce it, I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? We're gonna be like, this looks shitty." And then like you see all the clips that are coming out, and I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute." See, this is the same thing that happened with Fire Emblem Three Houses, except mm-hmm. for I'm supporting this game at the start. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, it's gonna be great." And all the trades come out. I'm like, "Yeah, Goku sticks a tail up his ass. He fishes with it." Yeah, uh, Cyber Connect Two does real good stuff, and the fact that yeah. this isn't a shitty arena fighter is probably going to make it their best game in recently. It's an RPG. Yeah, <laughs> it'll interest how they do that. Yeah, it looks really interesting. I'm kind of excited for Kakarot. Oh, I got to pre-order that before I forget. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, finished Judgment. Um. Did play Pokemon. I also played Pokemon. We How much do we want to talk about Pokemon? Uh, we're doing a spoiler cast at some point. Yeah. Let's just talk about how we disagree about the game. Okay. And why you're wrong. And oh, I'm no, right. Wait a minute. Hold on a minute. What do you mean <laughs> I'm wrong? Look, the- look, all right. All I'm going to say at this point, you get what you expect from it. Yeah. And I got what I expected, and it was a fun time. Me too. I also got what I expected. But you hate it. Yeah, I I don't hate it. I just like I think it's kind of okay. Okay, bland. So, how 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 can you hate the seventh gym? Okay, the seventh gym. The seventh gym is like I the think it's interesting. It being you know like looking like a beat 'em up, but it also feels really lazy. No, it was amazing. <laughs> I love the little like little Pokeball side of lights up that says go, alright? Like that. Okay, well, can we talk about how the 8th gym was bad? Oh yeah, the 8th gym, 100%. They're like, hey, fight these three very similar looking people in this empty room. It's, all right. it's not even a dragon gym, it's a fucking weather gym. Yeah, it is more of like a weather gym. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Um, I, th- I thought Pokemon was just kind of bland, like... This is the first Pokemon game I finished since Black and White, which I mean, s- says something. I think it says more of how I don't like playing on the 3DS. Did you play Black and White too? I didn't. You should play Black. And White I too. need to. I love Black and White. Black and White Two is a nice continuation. Night. Okay. Maybe I should just replay Black and White because I don't remember much of it. But yeah, uh, I've. I don't know. I was just kind of like, yeah, it's, sure. That's a that that's a video game that I played. Well, did you do the max raid battles? I did a couple of them. See, see, that's where the real fun is, because mm-hmm. you know me, Rusty, and Rodelix, we spin up some nice, you know, max raid battle, and we put on some Nocturne boss music because okay, uh, Gardevoir with kicking our ass. She was pretty much Matador. <laughs> <laughs> she was clapping our cheeks. Oh no! But <laughs> we draw. wanted the end. Someone wants to draw Gardevoir wearing a Matador costume. 
No, but, but would no it be sexy matador? <laughs> Stupid sexy matador. <laughs> matador wearing <laughs> spandex. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Pokemon was. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon was. Uh, it was fine. Like I, I don't know. It's like. I kind of finished it, and I'm, I kind of just didn't feel much. I'm like, okay, that was something. I like how the game tried to have a plot in the last five minutes. Look, look, it's fine, all right? It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I, I like how I wasn't able to do anything. <laughs> like, yeah. don't get me wrong. The plot's bad, all right? Oh, yeah. Something's happening. Oh, I'll take care of it. No, you kids just go do the boring gym challenges. I'll go do the cool stuff off screen. Have fun with that. Which, in the game's defense, a play devil's advocate, it really wants you just to focus on the gym challenge. Mm-hmm. You're you're a kid. You shouldn't be worrying about, you know, okay. terrorist attacks. Right. I love the gyms in this game. Right. I think they're cool, how they're not like a big spectacle now. Mm-hmm. And the music is great, especially when the chanting starts. Oh, yeah, when they Dynamax, it's great. Yeah, I, I think that's cool. Yeah, do you like Dynamaxing? You repeat the question. I was coughing my That's all right. myself to death. Do you like Dynamaxing? I mean, it's a shame we won't get it next generation. Oh, yeah, because they're just going to take it out and replace it with, uh, I don't know, Minimaxing. Make your Pokemon tiny. I mean, hold on. Hear me out. Okay. Microscopic okay. Pokemon. Okay. All right. It's like, you know, back when Rick and Morty was good and they had, you know, that amusement park inside the hobo. Okay. That, but with Pokemon. So what you're telling me is, uh, Pokemon tie in with Osmosis Jones. Yes. Okay. We get, was that Will Smith that played Osmosis Jones? I don't think it was. It was was some famous, was it Chris Rock? No, (laughs) who the hell played Osmosis Jones? I'm going to look this Uh, up. Look it up, because I can't honestly remember for the life of me. Like, I know Bill Murray was in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, he was like... He was the guy. Let's see. Chris Rock. It was Chris Rock, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Right, yeah. Uh, Okay, yeah. Like, that's, I guess, an idea. Tiny Pokemon, okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so yeah, Pokemon was fine. Like, whatever. I mean, look, alright, I'm just... The way I'm looking at it. Yeah. I had fun. Uh, Score Bunny was clearly the best starter. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because he turns into Pegasus Seiya. <laughs> and he goes through his edgy teenager phase. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, better than Italian. Which one is that? The, the water lizard. Mm. The one that you looks know, like a... Uh, the one that looks a like a... Push? The one that looks like a YouTuber... That's gonna tell me about crime statistics. Yeah. Man, they really dropped the ball to tell the Oz design. Like, I don't. Yeah, he looks bad. Anyway. You got some really great designs this generation, but then you got stuff like Inteleon. Yeah. It's like. I don't know. Like, the the fossils, I love them. They're supposed to look bad. Mm hmm. I I like how people don't get that. They just. I think they're bad on purpose. But yeah. 
But yeah, yeah, that was Pokemon. <laughs> that was a game I played. Uh, the next one we both played. I think we both had incredibly <coughs> different experiences with it. I I played yeah. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. So, tell me about your experience with Fallen Order. Uh, so everything was going great. Okay. Until, uh, you know, I get captured, you know, by the bounty hunter, you know, that scripted loss. Oh, yeah, okay, that one. And how I had to reload the game three times because it wouldn't load the section afterwards. Oh, God. Uh, the one time it loaded through, I fell through the world. What were you playing this on? My PS4. Huh. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've, I was a. Yeah, like, I listen to uh, various gaming podcasts and stuff, so I know that from hearing their experiences with it, uh, it does have some issues. Like, it feels like it needed, like, another six months. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't run into anything that was, like, game breaking and I had to restart. Um, it was just like after that moment, like the game just became like super buggy. Oof! Like parts of like all the planets wouldn't load. Oh God! Uh, it sounds luckily the last planet was fine. It's just did did you get it digitally? No. Okay, because I'm so I, I don't know what happened. So it's because if stuff isn't like loading in, that almost sounds like a problem with your install. Look, all I know is. Sometimes it was just change my lightsaber color randomly, so I don't know what's up mm-hmm. with that either. Yeah, like I I don't pre-ordered it, so I got the orange lightsaber, so I was using that. Sometimes <coughs> I just you know started the game. It was green, then it was blue, then finally let me choose orange again. So you know it's hmm. That's yeah, that's really weird. Like the game definitely needed more time. But aside I mean, aside from I would graphic, probably yeah. enjoy the game more if it wasn't you know experience this yeah definitely like that's kind of what i've (laughs) heard all around but so besides uh besides like the buggy stuff um i really enjoyed the story in it see this is where we differ okay because you're jedi scum and i'm clearly the superior sith here okay Uh, i admit i'm evil you jedi are also evil you kidnap children uh, okay. <laughs> Look, don't think too hard about Star Wars lore, okay? It gets, <laughs> gets, it gets kind of weird. Look, all, right, all I'm saying is both sides of the Force are evil because the Force is a completely neutral thing. But both sides are evil, but the Sith admit they're evil. So you're a centrist. I'm a Sith boy, thank you very much. Okay. Um. So I like the story in it. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, it's... It's nice to be able to be positive about a piece of Star Wars media in, that came out in the last five years in terms in of the writing year and of stuff. 2019. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it like has a solid narrative arc. I like the characters a lot. Um, feel like they're going to make a sequel. Oh, they they clearly are. Oh yeah, like it ends in a really good spot. Um, well, see, yeah. so here's here's always my problem with Star Wars media. Set before A New Hope. Yeah. You can't do much. Right. Between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Right, yeah. So, so, slight spoilers at the game. Vader is there at the very end. Okay, yeah, spoilers for, for anyone listening. But, uh, 
you can't really do anything because yeah, like you can't like oh I killed Darth Vader now what right like what are you gonna do? So my thing though in the between the time of the Galactic Civil War, I, like especially being a Jedi, like you're playing as a Jedi in the Galactic Civil War. Yeah, like okay, so this, this is the point, right? Of you know Order sixty six happened for a reason. It brought balance to the force, you know, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et right. But you can't just have, you know, rogue Jedi going around in the Galactic Civil War. Because yeah. why didn't they show up to fight Vader? Yeah. Why was it Obi-Wan and Luke? And yada yada hoopla. Right. See, my problem is I know too much Star Wars lore. That's why it ruins yeah, shit. Yeah, that's why I said it's best not to think way too, like, you know, too hard about that stuff. But the Jedi are my point of view, the Sith are evil. Wait, no way, that's backwards. <laughs> exactly. I have the high ground is over, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do... What I, one of the things I like about the game is the Stormtrooper dialogue. It's, it's all pretty pre- good. It's pretty good, yeah. It's like, uh, it's like you, know, you take out all the Stormtroopers, and then, the, uh, and then like, <laughs> uh, the, last one left, the last one left will be like, What? I gotta fight him alone? Right. Or uh, there was this one part where you're... On Kashyyyk, and you're climbing through a section, and one of the stormtroopers goes, "Well, at least we have the high ground." Well, see, is I feel like like any time again, someone writes between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, they always put like a lot of these fun details with the stormtroopers because you know they're just like blank mm-hmm. slates. Yeah. So it's great you can just do whatever with them. Totally, and I yeah. love that. Um, really liked a lot of the set pieces in this game. I think that those are pretty cool. I liked uh, the one at the end, especially was really good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, one at the very end, I liked a lot. I mean, it didn't glitch out for me, so I also enjoyed it. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> Did it glitch? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Overall, like I'm pretty positive on it. I think the gameplay is kind of whatever. Right. Most of the time, it's. I don't know. It's fine. Like it. There's like things like it feels a little too sluggish sometimes, and I wish your dodge roll canceled out of animations. Yeah, and uh, this this specifically is a me problem, but like ever since I beat Devil May Cry Five this year, anytime I play an action game, I'm like, man, what if this played like Devil May Cry Five? I was getting excited about a game that didn't exist. Man, what if I could air combo? What if you had motivation? What if I had a motorcycle? <laughs> so I guess something I want to bring up is Falnor. I appreciate the double-sided lightsaber. Right? Appreciate uh, it. Yeah, yeah. I want to do a wheel, damn it. Yeah, that would have been cool. I like how towards the end you get the option to like split it up. Briefly, for like a yeah. combo attack. Another thing I disliked about it is that like you're... St- your strong move required you to use uh, your force. Oh, force, yeah. Which I thought was kind of annoying. I th- I'm like, man, you... Like, I don't know, just give me a heavy attack button that doesn't do that? I mean, I am going to say, uh, playing the game sometimes, and I would fight, you know, if it was, like, optional, like, harder enemies. Yeah. DJ had a secret. I kind of, you know, I, I would always cheese those and be, like, on the edge... Mm. of the area so they can't actually hit me so I can be like hey hey just gonna keep hitting you and throwing my lightsaber yeah you can't do nothing it was fun 
I like uh, how you can just push enemies off the side, which is... That's also great. I think it's a requirement in Star Wars games. <coughs> I mean, yeah. Was there a Wilhelm scream? Oh, I don't know. I can't think of... You know uh, what didn't have ever. a Wilhelm scream? What? Rise of Skywalker. Did it not? I'm just saying. Mm-hmm, okay. I, I see what you're saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. I like uh, some of the exploration and everything in Fallen Order. I think the way how the yeah. areas are all interconnected is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, like it's it is definitely kind of like Metroid Prime-esque in that regard. Yeah, because I, I found myself when I was playing, I had to go back. Like when you get the, oh, what was it? The breathing apparatus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on <coughs> Kashyyyk. I was like, oh, wait, if I go back to this planet, there's a chest underwater. Hold on, let me go do that. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't go get all the chests. But, uh, like, yeah, there were plenty of, like, secrets and stuff to find. Oh, yeah, overall, pretty, I, pretty positive on it. I'm, ha- I'm happy I played that. I mean, I'm glad you had a good experience with it, Britt. Yeah, which... Yeah, I don't like. I don't know what it was. Like, I don't know if like the PC version is just more optimized, or just if I got lucky, or like I honestly have no idea like what caused all my issues. But yeah, like it all it all started in that uh, bounty hunter section. Yeah, which like that like that little arena section I think is pretty cool. It was. It's just yeah. you know with that song. Yeah, I just got you know, go shout a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. But at least EA finally made a good Star Wars game. I mean... That wasn't I, the, like a multiplayer thing. Yeah. <coughs> oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, so other than Jedi Fallen Order, I recently I beat No More Heroes. The first one? Yeah, the first one. The first one? Yeah, the first one. I beat it years ago on the Wii. Yeah, I haven't played it before. What fun times that was. Yeah, um, so I went to go play the Wii version. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have a I have a hacked Wii, and I have, like, a hard drive full of games. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the game crashed. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what's going on? So that hard drive is dead. Oh, jeez. I've been having to re-download all of my Wii games, which is great, especially since Emu Paradise shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm like, man, you know, I wasn't enjoying playing it with the Wiimote. You, you didn't enjoy jacking off to recharge your battery? I mean, that was fine. <laughs> it was like high stance, you gotta hold it this way, low stance, hold it that way. I, I don't know, it, it felt kind of clunky. Uh, okay. But with this nice new computer, yes. I emulated the PS3 version, <laughs> and I beat it. I decided to emulate it instead of running it on actual hardware, because on actual hardware it has really bad screen tearing. Right. So, that, so that's where I did it. Uh, the major differences are it the art direction is kind of worse, because it doesn't have like the, the shading of the Wii version. Which is kind of unfortunate. Um, you play the whole thing with a regular controller, which is good. Um, you have like a separate button for a high and low slash. In order to recharge your lightsaber, you need to use the motion control on the PS3 controller. No. So I had to have a PS4 controller plugged in. Um, they added... Does the PS3 have motion controls? Yeah, yeah, the PS3 had the 6-axis. Remember that thing? Vaguely? 
Did you ever play Layer? No. By uh, the guy by Factor Five, the guys that made Rogue Squadron. No. That game. I have not. That game used motion controls. It was fucking bad. I think that's the game that killed them. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, I yeah. Something about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, you have to use that. Uh, they added five bosses from No More Heroes Two, like four or five of them. There's sections where after you've beat a boss and you're sitting on the toilet to save, yeah. you have the option to catch some Zs and enter a dream world and fight them. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, which, I mean, I don't know really what to say. <laughs> like, they're kind of a little wackier than the ones from 1. Can Had... we talk about how Travis is just an alternate universe Dante? Yeah, if Dante was like an otaku... Yeah. 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 Because Virgil's Virgil's in the game. He is. Yeah, you do have a Virgil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's Irish. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I I I was pleasantly surprised by it. Like I I think the game is like a solid like maybe six or seven out of ten most of the time, but then you go to the boss fights and it jumps jumps up to like a nine. Yeah. Uh, the open world felt pretty pointless. I mean. I think the P. I think the PS3 version even cut out a portion of the world. Yeah, kind of moves some stuff around. Um, Look, I'm just saying, young young Bobby Andrew enjoyed the Wii version when in the open world when he was doing donuts on the motorcycle. <laughs> that was just stupidly fun for some reason. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I really liked it. Uh, I liked all of the boss fights, most of them. The one, f- the uh, the fifth ranked fight was incredible. Do you remember that one? What? I don't try to remember who was number five. Okay. Um, I forget his name, but you run down a long hallway. Yes. Yes. Okay. You yeah. End up in the desert, and I'm like, oh, yeah. what is this cool boss fight? And then yeah. Yeah. That's. <laughs> you, you meet Sir Henry, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it was it was a really good time, and the ending kind of comes out of nowhere and like drops a bunch of stuff on you, and I'm like, okay, this is goofy. Ah, that was fantastic. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, I'm gonna try to get through No More Heroes two, and uh, the game's bad. I I don't know. I've heard it's okay. It's not as good as one. But we get three, so it's it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. I, I'm I'm excited for No More Heroes three. That trailer at T, uh, the Game Awards made me go, hey, you know what? Maybe I should... But I just like how everyone thought it was a completely different game until No More Heroes 3 came up. And I was like, wait, hold on a minute. I mean, we it's very, it's very clearly Robert Atkin Downs like, playing his Travis character. We were, we were bamboozled. Yeah, his hair looked all different, though. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to try to go through No More Heroes 2. Then I need to play The Silver Case, which is another game Suda made, so I can go play Travis Strikes again. Apparently, oh yeah, that's right. Because that game spoils like a whole bunch of suited games. Well, it mainly spoils the silver case. It spoils who the culprit is. <laughs> and I'm like, well, fuck. I guess I gotta go play through that. Um, Thanks, Camilla. No, it was Suda. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Uh, so blame Camilla. <laughs> but yeah, that was a really fun time. Uh, excited to play too. I guess uh, I've heard two soundtrack. It sounds pretty good. But yeah, in terms of games, it's kind of all I've been playing. So what have you been up to? Uh, we already talked about Fallen Order. Uh, so about a year later, I finally finished Red Dead 2. 
Nice. That's all I'm going to say about it. It was Red Dead 2. <coughs> really not much about that. But since I got this new, you know, lap, lappy my top, I've been using it for them, them computer games. Oh, yeah? So I've been playing, you know, Tales of Vesperia, you know, the Definitive Edition. Nice, nice. What do you Rita's think? Theme. Uh, Rita's best girl, and it's not because she's voiced by Yukari. <laughs> it's completely because she's voiced by Yukari. <laughs> oh, which one... I haven't played Vesperia. Is she the one with brown hair and goggles? Yes. Okay, okay, her. The, the second she first spoke, I'm like, wait, hold on a minute. What? I know this waifu. What is this? What? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen her before. I've seen yeah. Vesperia screenshots. Yeah, that's... That, that's... Rita's completely played by Yukari. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm probably halfway through Act 2. Okay, that's good. Some nice twists and turns. I like Yuri as a protagonist. Yeah, you like... Because he's morally gray. Yeah, you like Troy Baker. Yeah. And sometimes not Troy Baker. (laughs) Yeah. God, I saw a clip that's like regular voice acting, then a skit, (laughs) and it's just like a completely different voice actor immediately. Yeah. Like, that's, that's unfortunate. Look, I'm just saying, right... I love all the voice acting in the Tales games. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna... Like, this is totally hot coffee. I lied. It's iced coffee. <laughs> I lied. It was actually hot coffee. <laughs> I fucking hate like, that scene. I love that scene of Zephonia. It's, like, the greatest scene of all time. I love it. I gotta get that coffee mug that says that. Look, it's just the way, like, Lloyd does it. Yeah. I had Genos make ice, hot, hot coffee. I lied. He actually made him make an iced coffee. I lied again. It was hot coffee. <laughs> it's just like, what is this game? It's great. I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm really liking the cast. That, that's good. Of Vesperia. It's just a fun time. I like, you know, the fact that I got the definitive edition, so it came with all the costume DLC. Oh yeah. So I was having these characters walk around in ridiculous outfits, and have cutscenes of ridiculous outfits. It's always a positive, yeah. So I, I like how the newer Tales games let you have a lot of customization. Mm-hmm. Like in Berseria, you can like, hey, you want to wear a 10-foot tall, 10-gallon hat? Look, I, I, I received that from somebody. Oh, it's from Samail. Yeah. So I'll probably play that at some point. That one's pretty good. I heard that. But besides that, uh, so... <clears throat> Yesterday, a okay. friend convinced me to get the Divinity Original Sin 2. Okay. Uh, it is a very fun time. What it, is it? So, it's like Dungeons and Dragons-esque, but at the same time, it's not. It's, okay. It's hard to, it, it's fun. It's the best way I can put it. Okay. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, played with two other friends today, so I had a, a full party of four. Uh, I hated it. Because one of the people decided to be, you know, lizard wizard and didn't pick the spells properly. So I kept getting put on fire. Or shocked by lightning. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, being frozen. <laughs> uh, that, that part wasn't fun. But I, it, it's a fun game. I like... 
the world so far. That's good. We haven't gotten out of the fort yet because we've just been kind of messing around doing doing some stuff because the friend who convinced me to play it, he's I think he's almost completed like 100% so he knows what he's doing so he's just kind of, you know, just kind of mucking around, killing turtles, okay. killing crocodiles, talking to cats. So, so like the best like skill yeah. you can get early on in the game is uh, Pet Pal, which lets you talk to animals. It is a hundred percent like the best voice acting in the game. <laughs> so this is dog buddy. Like if like if you feed him meat and like pet his belly, he tells you he loves you. Yeah, and it's great. Loved it. Hell yeah. So I I recommend it though. Okay. Yeah, it's it looked interesting. It's, it's on my wish list. <coughs> I might get it at some point. Uh, I mean, it's like fifty percent off because of the sale right now. Oh shit. Hmm. No, wait, I got other stuff to play. Right. Oh, you playing any other games? No, it's been really about it. Yeah, okay. It's been, been a slow month for games. Yeah, well, I've been kind of busy. I watched some movie and TV stuff. Uh, Paul Blart, it, it would appear. Yeah, there's yeah Paul Blart's on there. So uh, I, there's this other podcast that I listen to, and they do movie commentaries. And mm-hmm. Paul Paul Blart was one of them. And I'm like, you know, I've never seen this movie. Well, you you never actually seen Paul Blart before? No. <laughs> yeah. So this is my first time watching Paul Blart. Um, oh, I'm surprised it's actually not bad. Oh, it's not. The, the sequel is, but yeah, I've heard really terrible things about the sequel. But I'm like. Oh yeah, like the part where he has to try to defend the mall. Like that's cool. The part where he's in an elevator and <coughs> someone does a kickflip off of a skateboard to kill him. Yeah. I'm like, okay. You remember the part where he does a yakuza heat move? Yeah. <laughs> Great. I'm like, okay. That was actually kind of funny. That was okay. Yeah, it was a it was a pleasant surprise. Was it now? Yeah, I'm like, okay, it was no nowhere near as bad as I thought it would be. Um, I also watched Parasite. That wasn't shown around me. Yeah, that's like luckily it was being shown downtown around here. Uh, yeah, so this is a South Korean movie. Um, it is about a family that are they're fairly poor, I guess you would say, and they decide that they are going to. Uh, scam this rich family so like they all get separately hired by them for like you know one's like oh a tutor the other one's like a chauffeur and st- and the other one's like a cook and stuff it's kind of about like social class right yeah and it was really good like it's probably the most anxious i felt watching a film especially like the last like th- 30 minutes to an hour right Really strong directing and writing. Just overall an incredible film. It might be the best film I've seen this year. I don't want okay. I don't want to give away too much because it's really good. So that's probably all I'm gonna say about it. Just definitely watch it if you're interested. I mean I am, it's just you know can't find it, friend. Yeah, I guess you gotta I guess you'll have to get the Blu ray of that when that eventually comes out. Ugh. So, 
next up, we got a we have a two movie combo from the same director. Oh, the, the Ryan Johnson special. Yeah, yeah, the Ryan Johnson special. One movie was really good. The other one was really bad. Guess which one was which? I I didn't think you would like the Last Jedi, but you disappoint. Me. <laughs> no, the Last Jedi sucks. <laughs> oh, of course. Ah, uh, so here's what I can say about the Last Jedi. Yeah, and why I respect Ryan Johnson. He took the biggest film franchise in the world, mm-hmm. went fuck you with it, and made a shitty movie. I think there are parts of the Last Jedi that are good. There are veins of good stuff in there. It's surrounded Look, right. by not good stuff. So, my problems with that shit, I start at the very beginning, mm-hmm. where yeah. they're dropping bombs in space yeah, that's... with gravity, and an open chute that leads mm. straight into space with no barrier. Like, look, I know Star Wars isn't the most scientifically accurate franchise ever. It's not, but... But how are they breathing in space? There's like... You know, there wasn't a moment, I would say, like that in the original six movies where you just go, that's not right, immediately. Like, like there, it, there are moments where if you think about it, you're like, oh, that's not right. But this one is just, like, immediate and like, oh, that's <laughs> wrong. What are, you, like, what are you doing? It's an amazing, like, it's shot pretty good. Yeah. It's just, the, shouldn't uh, be in a Star Wars film. I, I think the cinematography in this movie is kind of weak, if we're being honest. I, mean, I don't think it's yeah, as good as The, the Force whole, Awakens. kind of weak. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you like that's... the part at the beginning where Poe's making Yo Mama jokes? I mean, yeah, I kind of did. Yeah, I might. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I, like... I, I laugh and I was like, that kind of feels weird to have in a Star Wars movie. I don't know. Yeah, it's... I love Poe as a character. Yeah, too bad they did jack shit with him in this movie. Yeah, it's, and, you know, they kind of ruled them in the next movie, but anyways. Yeah, it's like, okay, so the stuff in this that I think is good, <clears throat> I think the Ray, Kylo, and Luke stuff is pretty all right. I like how Luke's first instinct was to kill Kylo. Yeah. It's the Skywalker instinct to kill younglings. Yeah, you know, it just runs in the blood. It, see, like, you know, look, strong in the force and you want to kill kids. Anakin killed the younglings. Luke killed the younglings. Rise of Skywalker, Leia makes a comment, but we're not going to talk about the spoiler cast. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's... Um, yeah, you know... The, it's yeah, just... Yeah, yeah, you know... the Skywalker trait. Yeah, the part, in, the part in episode 9 where Leia's like, fuck them kids. Yeah. <laughs> she shoots one. <laughs> yeah, she shoots. Great. She shoots the broom kid from the end of The Last Jedi. <laughs> it was really weird. <laughs> it's like, all right, JJ, I know you <laughs> didn't like The Last Jedi. You don't have to go that far. Anyway, um, I think that stuff is inter- interesting. I like the the Force FaceTime. I, I I don't like Force Time. I think it's stupid. I, I kind of like it. It's like how you can see them, but like not where they are. And like sometimes okay, stuff that's, that's, gets transferred. That's cool and all. Yeah. But 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 how are you bring physical objects, right? That's the the quote the quote the Force Awakens. <laughs> that's not how the Force works. Look look. It was worth it for that moment in episode nine where I'm like, this is stupid, but I kind of like it. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. All right. Yeah. Say that from the spoiler cast. Um, oh, let's see. What else? Uh, 
Yeah, like, I think the other arcs, the other two arcs are not good. I feel like Poe's whole side story would have been resolved if Purple Hair Girl, I forget her name, uh, actually just told him what's going on. Or, you know, cut the casino planet out. You could completely cut it out. Or actually, don't make it so Finn and Rose go to the casino planet. Make it Finn and Poe. Why would you separate the two? Look, my... My old thing, and I point this out. So they leave, you know, via the the the, the escape pod, get to the casino planet. Mm-hmm. So they're not captured by the first order, but then they're captured by the first order anyways. So literally, if you cut out the casino planet and just have them get captured, nothing's changed. Yeah. I like how Captain Phasma is the biggest jobber in the movie. Yeah. She does jack shit. They killed her off again. I, I like how they really wanted to push Phasma. Yeah. In the Force Awakens, but then the trade the the, the traitor stormtrooper, who's only there for like five seconds, is more popular. Traitor. <laughs> it's he's so good. It's great, yeah. And like I don't know if like Phasma feels like she was made to sell toys. Like oh no, she was. It. Yeah. Did you see the deleted scene from the Last Jedi <laughs> that was Phasma's no. death? No. Okay. I'm going to try to remember how this goes. So Finn kills her. Okay. In this. um, It's like there's a, a distraction or something. Finn grabs a gun, pointing it at her. And, she, and she's like, you're scum. And he's like, rebel scum, and shoots her, and she dies. But they decided to change it to where she falls in a pit so they could bring her back the next movie. Even though they don't. <laughs> yeah, because... We're not going to correct out anything for The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. No, we, we won't do that. Yeah, you know, it's weird. Like, the entirety of Episode Nine was... Uh, was Feels like a retcon. Was J.J. So. Abrams running through a jungle trying to cut off Ryan Johnson's head. <laughs> it was weird. Anyway. Like my favorite, <laughs> my favorite, my favorite, like, thing about that was someone tweeted... The last Jedi to write to Skywalker is like an improv group of Ryan Johnson's like, we're at the grocery store, and J.J. James is like, no, we aren't. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, um, yeah, The Last Jedi is, I disliked it more on a second viewing. I, like, like, just, uh There was potential with yeah, The Last Yeah, there Jedi, is, and that sucks. But... You gotta look at what Ryan Johnson had to deal with. Oh yeah, with he had to Disney deal with fucking JJ Abrams. You have bullshit. to push XYZ and follow what JJ did. But when Ryan goes to JJ and JJ's like, Mystery Box Pro Okay And he's like, What do you do with that? So I forget, did you watch Lost? No, we we had this conversation. Okay. My parents did. But Oh my god. But, Lost but, is But, but mm. what I've been told, it's the same problem with JJ. See, here's, yeah. here's J.J.'s strong point. He can write a really strong beginning. Yeah. But he has no idea how to do a middle or an end. Definitely, yeah. Because his whole... The way he shoots, the way he directs, is the mystery box method. Mm-hmm. Only way he does things. Because it is the laziest form of writing. Because he doesn't have to do shit. Yep, pretty much. That's why J.J. didn't care about the fucking... Uh, new Star Wars trilogy that he had to make the third one. Yeah, like and he's like, "Whoa, shit!" I know Disney wanted him to do all three at one point, but then he's like, "No, no, I, I don't, 
I just want to do the one, and then he leaves, and then... I, I just want to do the first one, except the mystery box. Yeah. Uh, Which is my problem with JJ's. Always okay. the fucking mystery box. Okay, so... Here's the thing that I like, that I realized real watching The Last Jedi. Yes. Is that Luke's motivation makes no fucking sense. No. Here, let, let, let me explain, let me explain. In The Force Awakens... They're building a map to find Luke. Mm-hmm. If Luke wanted to be alone in a hermit, why would he leave a map to find himself? If if Rey and Leia, not Rey, 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 if Luke and Leia knew the thing about Rey, why did they train her anyways? <sighs> like, why would why would you decide to make a trilogy? And then go, let's not write it all and plan it all from the beginning. Oh, so see, so they hired George Lucas to do that. Mm-hmm. But then this is like, nah, we're not going to do that. JG doesn't like it. They should have gotten George Lucas to do it. Like, look. Well, he did, but then they yeah. shot him down because JJ wanted to do his fucking mystery box. Like, George Lucas, you know, like, you can say what you want about the prequels. Thank the they're guy. Great. Fuck you, they're great. I kind of like them. Yeah, I know that there are some people that are like, "Oh, why are you saying why why are you saying you like the prequels? Like they're bad." I'm like, "Ah, you know, even if they're bad, I, I like them." So, so have have you watched them recently, Brent? I haven't. Is the thing. So, if you watch them, like as an adult, the political shit is great and makes so much sense. Okay, that that's interesting. Like, because the prequels aren't just you know Anakin's fall to Dark Vader. It's Palpatine's rise to power as emperor through the republic government system, which is in the fall of the republic. Right. Which, in return, is the fall of the Jedi Order. Yeah. It's really, really, it's written really well. Yeah, and you know, if, I think George Lucas could make a really good plot outline, he just kind of needs someone there to write dialogue. Yeah, look, 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 I'm... Clack of the clones, right? That that romance between Padme and Anakin it is completely forced. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like a lot of a lot of the dialogue just feels weird. Like in episode I one, hate sand. are you an angel? Like shut up, <laughs> shut up, eight year old. I slaughtered them all. Mean the women and the children, the children too. But I slaughtered them like animals. But there are some good lines, like do it, do it. Anything Ian McDrummond does for <laughs> Chief Palpatine is good stuff. I love him so much. So so then if you watch interviews when he's talking about like Revenge of the Sith and when he got handed a lightsaber, he was so excited. Because <laughs> when they told him he was going to fight, he just expected to do the Force yeah. hands with the lightning. I, I and they hand him a lightsaber, he's like, oh shit, I actually get to do something? I did watch that video, yeah. Yeah, like look, look. He learned spinning's a good trick. That's why he could take out three Jedi. <laughs> Man, it's yeah. Like I have, I don't know. Like even the prequels feel more coherent and better structured than this new trilogy. Like it's ridiculous. What's because George Lucas took the time to actually like you know overarching plot. Yeah, and what Disney's like. Money, yeah, and also like there were time gaps between the between the movies instead of you know where 
Oh, The Last Jedi takes place a week after The Force Awakens. How, how can Last Jedi take place a week after if they spent all their money on Star Killer Base but they never blew up and then but they're winning the war? Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, see, that, this is my problem how they handle the quote unquote time skip and rights of Skywalker. Because they talk about shit they should know but they don't show. Yeah. But spoil the cast. Yeah. How big is the First Order? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? It's pretty big, you know. It's yeah. Pretty big. Anyway, so yeah, The Last Jedi, I dislike it more now. Which, oh well, like whatever. Um, however, but you watch the but you watch the film that shows Ryan Johnson can make a movie and it can be great. Oh yeah, Ni- have you seen Knives Out? No. It's really good. I hear it is amazing. Man, I was surprised. It's a so Knives Out is a mystery story, kind of in the vein of like uh, Agatha Christie novels and such, mm-hmm. um, about how this rich family. The head of the family, like, yeah, basically, like, the head of the family dies, and then you have Daniel Craig, who's doing a southern accent the entire movie. Which it just sounds amazing right there. It kind of sounds weird, but you get used to it. And it sets up the mystery really well, and there are enough clues to where you can solve it yourself if you want to, oh. which I think is important for... This kind of mystery story. But yeah, it's really well acted, really well written. It's a fantastic movie. Like, I definitely recommend it. It's one of those where it's like, hey, you know, the less you know going in, the better. If you just know, like, oh, it's a mystery story about some rich asshole white family. There you go. Uh, Chris Evans. I'm definitely picking up when the Blu-ray comes out. Definitely, yeah. It's totally worth it. Uh, Chris Evans in it. Uh, you know, Captain America, he's he's pretty good. He plays an asshole. But do they show his ass? Because that's America's ass. No, they don't show his ass. I, I, I had to think for a second. I'm like, wait, do they? No, no, there's not a camera angle that focuses on, focuses on his ass. <laughs> but yeah, Knives Out, really good film. So the other thing I watched, the last thing, is I have... Taking a dive into Common Rider. Welcome to the club. Now yeah. your cards in the mail. Oh, nice, great! I get to, I get to join the Common Rider club. So, Common Rider Forze. Have you seen Forze? I have not. So, Forze. What got me interested? It's written by the same guy that wrote Gurren Lagann and Kill a Kill. And someone compared it to Persona Four. In like tone and character stuff. So I'm like, okay, I'll go and get I'll go and get in get in on this. So the basic setup for Common Rider Forze is so there's space energy called cosmic energy. Yes. Okay. I've seen Saint Seiya, yes. Yeah, so there's cosmic energy and someone at this school. It t- it takes place in high school. Someone at this, right. yes, uh, someone at the school are giving kids these switches that turn them into zodiarts, which are monsters based off like the constellations. And so yes. the main character, uh, Gintaro, uh, has to become Common Rider Forze to defeat them. And the main character, Gintaro, is great. He's, right. he's fantastic. He reminds me of Kamina in a way. Uh, ha, uh, have you seen Girl in the Gone? I have. Okay. 
he reminds me of Kamiya in the fact that he's a fucking idiot. But but, but, but does he make it past episode like seven? Yeah, he does. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Making sure. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, he's a complete idiot, but his personality and positivity bring everybody together. And that's where the Persona 4 comparison comes in, because like this unlikely group of friends comes together to stop the monsters. Is there a serial killer stealing hands? Uh, no. So it didn't steal the plot to JoJo Port 4 like Persona 4 did, okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, like, someone at this school is, like, giving out these switches to turn them into monsters and everything, and I'm having a really good time with it. Like, it's, it goes in two episode arcs, so it's like, you know, you just kind of, like, watch two episodes a day. Uh, I'm on episode 30, I think, out of, like, 50 or 48 or something like that. Uh, that's about the standard. Yeah. length. Yeah, you know, goes on for about a year, and... Yeah, it's really great. Uh, I think it came out in, like, 2011. The CG looks like shit. I mean, that's... That's all Toku. Like, man, I this looks really rough, but it's also kind of charming in a way. That's that's the Toku art. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I, I definitely recommend it. Like, I don't know really what else to say about it. Uh, this is my first Kamen Rider show. Um... I don't know if you want to get technical. It's not my first Toku. Is it Japanese Spider-Man? No, I mean if you want to get technical, I've seen Power Rangers, but should, that's you like. Watch, you watch -Man. What? You watch Spider-Man. It's pretty good. I should at some point. <laughs> it's it's great. Oh, well, you gotta watch it because it's gonna be into Spider-Verse too. Oh shit! You're right. Wait, didn't Japanese Spider-Man invent the mecha genre? It's part of the mecha genre, but it didn't, like, invent it, but, you know. Okay, in Spider-Verse 2, he better have his giant robot. Uh, yeah, the Apardon, uh, the leopard. Yeah. <laughs> it, it makes sense within the action show, right? Yeah. And so, I, I guess the whole thing with Kamen Rider is that you can, like, the belts are like toys. Is, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I find the belt yeah. and power system in this kind of weird. So he basically has four slots. One, like, two for each arm and then two for each leg. And he attaches, like, equipment to them by putting in, like, a switch on the belt. So it's like, oh, this one puts a rocket on his hand. He can, like, fly up into space and stuff. This one puts a drill, until it's written by the guy that wrote Gurren Lagann, uh, that he uses to finish off enemies on his foot. Yeah, for that rider kick. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does the rider kick with the drill. Nice. And yeah, I don't know. It's it's it, it's good so far. I re I'm really liking it. I'm really liking like the whole cast of characters. Uh, there's a guy. His name is Shun, who kind of introduces like the asshole football player character. Uh, American football or soccer? American football. Okay. Who I thought like, oh, I'm gonna dislike this guy. He's like my second favorite character now. He's so good. Oh, man. Like, he's kind of like a goofball. He's great, though. Yeah, and like, the, like the friendship with the whole cast is really solid and good chemistry there. You you should start watching Zero One because it's really good. Is that the one that's airing right now? Mm-hmm. It's the start of a new era. Oh, I should. 
How many episodes in are they? Uh, I haven't been keeping up. I think I've only seen up to episode eight. So that was a while ago. All right, I will. I'll probably start watching weekly at some point. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Like that's all the movies and TV I've been watching. So what have you been up to? Uh, let's talk about the Game Awards first. Okay. All right. Let me. Uh, the game. Oh, it was bad. Oh, it was like really bad. Like I respect Jeff Keighley and like what he wants to do, but like, <laughs> if okay, look, you don't put something like best music in the pre-show. Look, I'm I'm just saying, when the most fun that we had watching the Game Awards was when we all pretended to be different people in the Discord call. <laughs> And that, and that towards the end, we all just became rusty. Yeah. <laughs> it was... The, hold on, I just like to appreciate the fact that I became Daryl. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was so convinced to be Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh. I was at a... I was at a friend's place, because we... Because, like, every year we have, like, a watch party. Right. Order a bunch of pizza and stuff. Like, yeah. at some point, we stopped paying attention to the Game Awards. And we just, yeah. like, started making stupid jokes. Like, oh, shit, is that Sims 4? <laughs> or Sims 5, whatever. I, was, Can we talk I, about- I like the yeah. fact that uh, when... What's his face? The guy from Epic. Tim Sweeney? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, like how he had to get, like, forced off the stage. I don't think that... Wait, no, flashed. that wasn't Tim Sweeney. Oh, uh, I don't think it was Tim Sweeney, but I did see the thing. It's like, hurry up. It's, like, flashing red. Yeah, yeah like, he has, like... Like, like, shut, shut the fuck up, get off the stage. Yeah, yeah. Man, it was, yeah, it was pretty bad this year. <laughs> so like, bad. Like, why would you end it on that Need for Speed trailer? Like, like. That looks like a PS3 I, game. I, 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 was, I wasn't expecting a Smash leak, right? I wasn't expecting, like, any, any kind of review. <coughs> I was expecting something. Right. But not Vin Diesel. And, and drunk Michelle Rodriguez. God. Uh, we we can talk. We love video games. We can talk about the stuff that was good from it. The No More Heroes three trailer was great. That was amazing. Did you uh, uh did you end up seeing the full trailer? Uh yes. yes. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I like how the main villain, or I think the main villain, the business CEO. Yeah. He has a name. It's like Riccatoli or something like that. Riccatoni. Mm. Yeah. Which is the name of uh the the head of EA at the time when they made Shadows of the Damned. <coughs> oh god. Left so hard I died. Okay, do you know what happened with Shadows of the Damned? That... Oh, give me a minute. Okay. Okay. Good? I should be good. Alright, do you know what happened with Shadows of the Damned? No. So have you ever seen that game? No. So it's a game made by Suda, the guy that made No More mm-hmm. Heroes, and Shinji Bakami, the guy behind Resident Evil 1 for God Hand and Vanquish. Mm-hmm. And um, they were going to make it for EA. Uh, mm-hmm. Suda said in an art book that they EA forced him to rewrite the script five times. Oh. Because they're like, hey, this story shouldn't be complicated. You should be able to explain it in an elevator. And they like kept fucking with the game's development. Oh. Which is why, apparently, in Travis Strikes Again, 
there's this stage where you go into a game that is either Shadows of the Damned or very similar, and Travis comments on how, man, if only the publisher didn't fuck over the developer. <laughs> nice. I think he's a little mad about it. Uh, you know. Yeah. Fine. So what do you think of Bravely Default 2? I... The fact it's called Bravely Default 2. Isn't Bravely Second a straight-up follow-up to Bravely Default? From my understanding, yes. <laughs> like, like, look, when that dropped, people in Discord call were calling it Bravely Third. But there was Bravely Default 2, and everyone was like, wait, what? It's fucking weird. Apparently, I haven't played any of the Bravely Default games. Um, you played Octopath, and that's a prequel. Wait, is that wait is that related to Bravely Default? Yeah, they're in the same universe. What the fuck? Okay, okay. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I it looks to be more, from what I understand, a Final Fantasy two situation rather than like a direct follow up. Which is cool, oh, I guess. Like for yeah. people who like that, maybe they should take Bravely Default and Bravely Second and save them from the 3DS and like throw those on the Switch. Wait. Did we get a Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer? Or was that released around the same time? It was released around the same time. Man, I'm not hyped for it, and it's a little weird. Because I should be hyped for that. But I'm not. Don't they, didn't they add Final Fantasy characters? I, I mean... Like, Aerith is like, there? Like, so I don't know what's going on with Remind, because I should be hyped for it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. So I just come to the conclusion, I finally got off Mr. Nomura's Wild Ride. By some miracle, I'm off Mr. Nomura's Wild Ride. Because I'm looking at it, I was like, oh, that looks okay. I'm not hyped for it. It's just a little weird. Because hmm. cause when the Trader for 3 like actually officially dropped, I'm like, alright, I'm back on the ride. I'm hyped for this shit. Despite, you know, the game opens up with Kingdom Hearts 2.9. Oh, God, I fucking heard about that. I still hate it. Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> it's so Fuck stupid. You, oh my god. Yeah, Nomura's just doing his weird shit again that he always does because he doesn't actually plan these games out. Because <laughs> there's no way he planned out like this whole bullshit with Xehanort from Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah. I should get back to Kingdom Hearts 2 at some point. <laughs> I mean, I prefer that one over one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got, I got like 30 hours in or something. But yeah. How far would that be? Oh, God. <coughs> I I don't fucking remember. I stopped playing it back in January. I'll get back That's to it, That's almost a year. Yeah, almost. Holy shit. I did, uh, I know I, for a fact, I did the hunt, the Thousand Heartless fight or whatever. Oh, that's like the best part of the game right there. Which is pretty cool. Um, then... A secret FDB 2. Yago played Birth by Sleep. Yeah. And Days. And then, like, Recoded. I'm gonna watch and the cutscenes for game. Days and Recoded. And then the mobile game. And then Dream Drop Distance. Which... And then is... Point... Uh, two no point eight final chapter prologue. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. fact that it starts off with Kingdom Hearts two point nine is like fuck you. 
That's that's how I felt about Nomura. That's good. But yeah. Uh, so. Cut it, off topic. There, did anything else? Did anything else? Television. Anything else happen in the game awards? Hey, don't vape. Oh yeah, don't vape. Don't. Yeah. Don't. That was the thing. Uh, yeah. The, I wonder. How, I wonder how much they paid for that ad spot. Uh, good question. All right, so what about the D&D game that has the bad camera angle? Oh, I forgot about that. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? This looks like shit. Oh, that reminds me. They, they announced, like, fucking four Magic the Gathering games. Yeah. I'll, it's like, what? Yeah, like, uh, we were at... Uh, you know, like, I was at my friend's, and we're all like, who cares about magic? Uh, Callum. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he likes magic. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like, other than that, like, it was kind of a mess this year, but, you know, I, I respect what Jeff Keighley does. I do. I'm surprised Sekiro won Game of the Year. Yeah, no, I was expecting Norman Reedus and his baby fetus. Yeah. I'm really surprised it was Sekiro. Me too, yeah. That was kind of out of left field. Especially after that whole uh, controversy with easy mode and cheating to beat the final boss, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, well, that was, that was the Game Awards, kind of uneventful. So let me talk about some good Star Wars, all right? Oh shit! All right. The Mandalorian is good shit. I have it all downloaded. I'm gonna watch it. It just proves stuff set in the sequel timeline can be great if you don't include J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy. Wait, is it set during the sequels? Uh, it's five years after Jedi. Okay. Return of the Jedi, not Last Jedi. Okay, that's fine then. I know Warner Herzog is in it. Yeah. He's great. I th- I think he goes, I want to see the baby. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I said, too, every episode. I just know that there's Baby Yoda, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this, what the fuck this Baby Yoda's doing. All right, all right, so, so. What is the setup of the Mandalorian? I don't, I don't even, I, I fucking know nothing. So, we have Mando. He is a bounty hunter. Yeah. He is a Mandalorian. Sure. It's not a race. It's a culture and a creed and everything else, but it's not a race. Gotta get that out My there. culture is not your fashion statement. <coughs> so, no, he, he just is yeah. a bounty hunter because Mandalorians are a, a war-worshipping culture. Yeah. Peace is evil. Peace is the devil. Definitely, yeah. Fuck peace. Peace leads to laziness. Yeah, and laziness leads to being complacent. <laughs> exactly. So, anyways, so you know, after the great, you know, Mandalorian purge, it's, you know, Star Wars lore, we're not going to get into that. <clears throat> you know, so the, so you know, they're they're stuck doing like you know bounty hunter jobs because it's what they're good at. Yep. It's easy pay. <clears throat> so, kind of going to spoil the first episode. Sure, go for it. So he gets hired to do this big job with his big payoff. Does he, down ki- Does he have to kill the baby? I mean, he's told either, you know, you can kill it or bring it back alive. You'll get the same amount of pay. Okay. But, you know, it's been missing for 50 years or whatever. 
and his down payment is, you know, that's Castillo, Mandalorian Iron, is what they make their armor out of, because it's, it's like all those metals in, like, the Marvel Universe, where it's, like, okay. super lightweight, super durable. Ah, yeah. So, it's, like, it's, like, to a point where it can deflect, like, laser blasts and, like, won't, like, can be completely destroyed by a lightsaber if struck with it. Okay. But it's super lightweight, and you can make, like, jetpacks out of it. It's great. Okay. So, anyways, you know, he finds the baby Yoda, and, you know, he drops it off, but then, you know, he gets back. I'm going to a couple episodes into this point. Okay. But, but it's, it's pretty much, it's, it's a single dad trying to raise his space baby. Okay. And the shenanigans that happens around that. Yeah. Okay. Nice. It's I should. Really good. I've, like, yeah, I've heard great stuff about it. Give, if, excuse me for a moment. So anyways, it's just, it just shows, like, Star Wars is great when you're not focusing on space wizards. Yeah. And you focus on other parts of the universe. Because George Lucas has built this universe where all this stuff can happen. But no one focuses on this kind of stuff. They always want to see the space wizards. Yeah. And the space wars. Mm-hmm. Great, like... But no, Mandalorian... Really, really good. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we ain't a sequel. It's the second season, not a sequel. Great, yeah. Like, I'm glad. Like, I'm definitely going to watch it. It sounds interesting. Look, I'm going to... My favorite line from you know, the last episode of this season was, do do the magic hand wave, baby. And then Baby Yoda waves his hand. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Oh, it's really good. Okay, see, look, so, so here's here's an important lore oh, question. Oh, I was going to say, like, so when the episodes dropped at, like, midnight... So I gotta get up like like three three thirty four o'clock to go to work. Yeah, I just I just put Mando on, you know, when I was getting ready for work every morning. Okay, every Friday, just to be like, yeah, this is good stuff. And then people would be mad at me because I watched it before they because <laughs> I'd watch it before work because I would get up so early. Yeah, I have an important lore question. Mm-hmm. So they call it Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Now, is this just one of his species, or did Yoda, or did Yoda fuck? Alright, so, <clears throat> Yoda as a character, mm-hmm. George Lucas is random and he's gone on record, Yoda in itself is a mystery. He's the mystery mentor that comes in a mystery and he leaves a mystery. Yeah. So, within canon now, because they cut off the extended universe, the only other member of Yoda's, Yoda's species that we've seen is Yaddle, and she was in Phantom Menace. Right, she Yaddle. Was Jedi Council. Yeah, she was on the Jedi Council. Did they fuck? We don't know, okay? We don't <laughs> we don't know anything about the Yoda race. Which is why he's called Baby Yoda, because mm. he's what member of Yoda's what, okay. species that mm-hmm. we don't know what it's called. Okay, what if there are only two of their species, a male and a female, and every time they die they get reincarnated? I mean that's very mm-hmm. likely. Okay. I mean it's possible because we know nothing. Workshop and some stuff. We, we know okay. the species is strong with the force. Yeah. We but we don't understand how baby Yoda can be fifty years old, but Yoda died at nine hundred. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I mean I personally believe in the stasis pod theory, but it's just me. Mm. <clears throat> but yeah, so he he's called Baby Yoda. Yeah. Because we have no idea what else to call him. 
the child. I mean, that's it's pretty much his name at this point. It's just the child. Yeah, so I always see those articles of, oh, baby Yoda's not actually Yoda. It's a clone of Yoda. I'm like, oh, you can't clone Jedi. That was stated in the Attack of the Clones. You can't clone Jedi. Now, wait a minute. You say you can't clone Jedi. No. You sure? Because the Force Unleashed 2. It's not canon. <laughs> Fuck that game. It's not canon. You ever think so about you... how the Force Unleashed 2 rips off its plot from Shadow the Hedgehog? Look, all right, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that dumpster fire of a game. <laughs> I might have seen someone play through that recently. Look, so you can't clone Force Sensitives because the Metachlorians fuck up the cloning process because the Force is in all life, but clones are artificial life, so the Metachlorians don't sit well with that, so it causes defects in the clones that just, like, die right away. Which is why they clone Django Fett. But besides the other fact that Palpatine picked him for Order 66 because he killed six Jedi Masters with his bare hands because Jango Fett was badass. Except for when he fought Mace Windu and he got his head cut off. I think he was just having an off day. Yeah, pretty much. You know, probably had like stomach pains or something. Look, Jango Fett at that point was technically the Mandalore. And again, he killed six Jedi Masters with his bare hands. Yeah. He's badass. But anyways, so the other thing that I watched today, of all things, and I'm laying sick in bed, was the the uh, SpongeBob musical because for some reason it was on YouTube and in my recommendations. Okay, it's surprisingly good. Really? Huh? Because <laughs> yeah. like I saw people on Twitter get mad about it, and I'm like, oh, really? And then people were saying, yeah, it's good. It's <laughs> it's it's set in his own like. Universe, I guess, quote unquote. Okay. So it, it pretty much boils down to uh, there's a volcano. It's gonna erupt. People are freaking out. SpongeBob's like, oh, I'm gonna stop it. But he can't because he's a simple Sponge Boy and he has no special qualities. Yeah, what a loser. Pretty much. But then but then you find out at the end his special qualities is uh, management skills. <laughs> this is his management and, skills? Yeah, he, he'd make a great manager. I, I thought I, I thought you were setting up, it's like, oh, his ability to make friends. <laughs> no, it's, just, it's, a, it's his ability to be to be a manager, so he can prove to Mr. Krabs he can manage the Krusty Krab. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's surprisingly really good, like, the jokes are on point, they have good musical numbers. Some of it was, like, really fucking meta, and it was weird. Okay. Because I guess the version I watched was the one that aired on television. Oh, okay. <laughs> so so Spongebob would do stuff like, hi, people watching at home. <laughs> hi, guy who makes the sound effects, and then just moves the camera to the guy in the booth, pushing all the buttons to make the sound effects. Nice, okay. It's It, it was a stupidly fun time. Uh... Plankton has a rap song. Oh no. It was really good. <laughs> like <laughs> there's some uh there's there's moments yeah in in the musical that like are extremely racist. Oh, wait wait hold on wait a minute. <laughs> did uh, did I land just... mammals go home? Hold on a second. Wait a minute. It's all the squirrels fault. Oh. This is guild territory. <laughs> Okay. 
Did not expect <laughs> racism to come up in SpongeBob. It's like they got political stuff to come up too. Oh, oh, really? Like one, one of the lines, SpongeBob's like, "Oh, the government's always in control. They always look out for us." <laughs> it's like it's this really weird. Like I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> but it's like it's it's on YouTube. Go watch it. It's like two hours, but it's worth it. I should probably, yeah. It's surprisingly good. Like, uh, Patrick starts a cult at one point. Okay, what kind of cult? Uh, so so they're talking about when the volcano, you know, is going to erupt. Right. So the mayor is asking for ideas, and Patrick's like. If we just close our eyes, maybe it'll just go away. So some sardines are like, brah, that's deep. Teach us more. And Patch is like, life smells weird. They're like, man, that's deep. You're, you're going to save all of us. You're going to be our savior. And he's like, alright, now drink this Kool-Aid. <laughs> I mean, if that if that showed up, that would probably be a little bit better. Let's but. go to South America and make Patrick Town. <laughs> it's just... It's really weird, and it's just really enjoyable. Okay. That's nice to hear. I'd recommend it. Okay. Yeah, well, I'll have to check that out at some point. I think you should. Yeah. So, did you watch any other movie and TV stuff? Uh... Not that I can recall besides Rise of Skywalker, but we're not talking about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. So, the final section. Anime and manga. What have I been doing? I've just been watching Gintama. I'm just going to be honest. That's the only anime I, I've watched. I saw the first half of the first anime movie. What did you think of the first half of the first anime movie? I feel like if I watched the series, I probably would have enjoyed it. Probably, yeah. Because <laughs> I want I to know what's going on. It, it gives you a nice look into kind of what it's like. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you also Just... you also saw that one scene from the live action movie. Look, look, all right, all right. They, they had Char, and I was like, I'm all about this shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Gintama, look, I have a this... yeah. What's up? It's the, some some of this writing was kind of. I don't know how to phrase it. Like, they kept calling that one guy a lolicon. Oh, no. He's like, I'm not a lolicon, I'm a feminist. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Like, I was like, wait, what's going on in this movie? <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, what's going on with this dude? Wait a minute. <laughs> he's he's kind of weird. Um, yeah, because I, I had to leave to go do something, and I come back. And they were like, I come back, the credits start, I'm like, wait, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, so Gintama, I have 100 episodes left, pretty much. Isn't it like 700? Uh, there are 368. That's like a year. Yeah, it's like one, one per day. Yeah, it's like one a day, you get it done in a year. Um, yeah, I'm getting really close. Uh, it's fantastic. I started the season that premiered in 2017. Right. So I finished the season that was in 2015, um, and it was pretty good. Uh, so this, the 2015 season, which is Gintama with an apostrophe, um, hmm. it uh, it's like 50 episodes, and they took a six-month break, and then they had 13 more. Okay. 
that 13 bit has three really good arcs in it that are great. Uh, the first one involves the main character coming back, uh, Gintoki, after he's been gone for six months and he finds out he's not the main character anymore. He's been replaced by someone. So, so if his name's Gintoki, why is it called Gintama? It, I, f- I forget what it, what that, like, what Gintama means. But he's Gintoki. The guy that replaces him, his name is Kintoki with a K. I'm not Sonic, I'm my own official character, Blonic. But then Kintama, I think, is really close to the Japanese word for testicles. So that's the joke. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was really good. Um, it's still going pretty strong. Uh, so with the 2017 season, between the 2015 and 2017 one, they premiered uh, the second Gintama movie, which is called uh, Gintama the Final Chapter, Be Odd Jobs Forever or whatever. Okay. And so the anime opens up with the main character, Gintoki, at a table. Um, and he's like making an apology saying like, I'm sorry that the Gintama anime is continuing despite the movie being called the last chapter. <laughs> and, and it's pretty good. Yeah, it, it's good. Uh, the new season starts off strong. Uh, I like it a lot. Yeah. That's where I am at with Gintama. Right. What about you? What have you been up to? So, so I forgot a certain episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX existed. But I was reminded. Thanks to like a 13 second clip on YouTube. <laughs> okay. About Don Zalug. Who the fuck is Don Zalug? Right. Okay. So let me explain this episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. It okay. takes place in season one. Okay. So it's in the Shadow Rider arc. I'm going to Google Don Zalug. <laughs> oh, this. Okay. Don't. So, so, so anyways. Yeah, yeah. So I watched the dub version, by the way. Okay. That's an important factor. Okay, yeah, definitely important. So, so you, you know how, have you seen those clips of like the Crystal Beast and like how Amber, Amber Mammoth is like Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, I have. Have you seen those? Um, it's been a while, but yes. So Don's Luke is, uh, Christopher Walken. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it, it so it takes place in the middle of the Shadow Riders arc. So they're trying to get the keys. Mm-hmm. They've already lost, I think, three at this point, if I remember correctly. Okay. So there's, there's a group of people trying trying to steal the keys. So someone hired a detective. His name is Don Saluk. Okay. Uh, to investigate and to find a spot to keep the keys hidden. And, and they keep running into all these characters and, you know, places where they're hiding the keys. That You know, like the security guard, Cliff. Right. Or the nurse, I forget her name. Or, you know, the janitor. Or this other, this other red, this other red, uh, Slifer Red uh, kid. Yeah. So so they wake, they, they, so they wake up in the middle of the night because someone stole all the keys. And, and you know, it turns out it's Don Salug. <laughs> because... Everyone in the episode, these one-off characters, are actually part of the Dark Scorpions. Great. Which is the card archetype. It's the card archetype <laughs> in the series. <laughs> so it's really good. So so 
Chaz, or, or he sees someone Jeff Chaz, man, Jomi's like, nah, bro, I get, I get my Ojama cards with the, the keys. They told me you stole the cards. So I'm going to duel you so the keys can get them back. Mm-hmm. So, what, 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 so the whole chain of events may be watching this episode. It's on Don's Luke's first turn. He summons himself, <laughs> and he literally just walks forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's really stupid because yeah he's like i summoned the one and only does luke and what i mean the one only i mean it because it's just me and then he walks forward oh my god <laughs> it's like one of the better episodes because it's so dumb so you said he's he's like christopher walken he, the, the person doing his voice is doing a christopher walken impression okay yeah. So imagine Christopher Walken is a Yu-Gi-Oh monster, and he summons himself, and he walks forward on the field. I summon Don Zalug. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's great because then when he summons I, the other members of the Dark card. Scorpions, Don Zalug. <laughs> when, the <other> Scorp- <laughs> when the other Dark Scorpions are summoned, they just also just kind of you know walk on the field. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> Oh, this is this is the moments because the dubs oh, awful. Man. But a... it's moments like these where you have Christopher Walken. <laughs> I'm gonna have to find that clip and send it to you. Okay. Because it's it's so good. Hold on, I I should I should have it in my favorites on YouTube. Okay, Hold on. okay, okay. It also it marks an important theme in the episode because Chad uses pot of greed, but he doesn't explain what it does. Does anyone go, hey, what does that card do? Uh, if they did, that would have been hilarious, but no. Uh, where is it at? There it is, hold on. I'll just send this to you real quick. Okay. Uh, where is this card? I'll just do, 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 do. Uh... The one and only Don's Luke. It's it's a really good clip. It's only like seventeen seconds long. Like I just want to, I just want to hear like your, your natural reaction to this. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he just walks out. And <laughs> yeah. Congratulations! You just played yourself. <laughs> you played yourself. <laughs> Oh, God, it's the fucking first comment. It's so good. Imagine, okay, imagine if you went to a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament, and you're just playing cards, and then one guy's like, I summon Jim, and then he he just stands on the table and kicks you in the face. (laughs) See, it's it's moments like these that makes GX my favorite season of Yu-Gi-Oh. Because it starts off as this wacky, like, bullshit. And then gets really dark and edgy by the last season. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we man. go from this to, to Jaden almost dying in a bomb explosion. And then he goes to fight Yu-Gi-Oh! Satan. Okay, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! Satan. Okay. Yeah, he's called, like, the darkness. Is he also a card? I don't think so. But he's literally a skeleton goat man. Okay. Oh, all right. So his whole gimmick, which is great, 
some slight spoilers for season four. Uh, he plays cards, but he doesn't explain their card effects. Oh shit! So he's just gotta do it. Shit. What if he plays Pot <laughs> of Greed? So so James like, what's that? Do? He's like, I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> James like, what? I was like, oh, yeah, it's okay. I'm not gonna tell you. And then it's great because then Jaden, he plays some card, which lets him look at his card effects. And he's like, oh no, my plan has been ruined. <laughs> Man. Like, GX is so great because it's so dumb. As you can see, was Don's Luke. Don's Luke, yep. The one and only. The one and only. Ugh. That episode's also free on YouTube, by the way, if you want to watch it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's free on YouTube, on the, on the official Forkits YouTube channel. Oh, oh, oh it's official. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That, that's weird. <laughs> Ugh. That's all I got. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of all I got, too, I think. I think that's a podcast. Well, if, well, if, if we were the podcast with the friends that we made along the way, yeah, that's the true podcast. There was a joke there, and it, and it just really failed. Yeah, that kind of fell flat on flat on its face, man. Look, it's just the last podcast of twenty nineteen. All right, the last podcast of twenty nineteen. What was your favorite game you played this year? Just too many. I haven't thought about this. I had I had weeks to think about this. So I didn't do any research. <laughs> <laughs> Just like my jokes, I'm a failure. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna do a safe bet and say some sort of Yakuza game. Cause I feel like one came out this year. Judgment came out this year. Uh there we go. I'm I'm All safe. Right. There you go. Judgment. I would say Devil May Cry 5. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be laying in bed later. Be like, oh no, wait, this game came out. Oh well. Wait, hold on. Oh no, I can't, I can't, I can't support Deadly Premonition anymore. No, it's okay, you can. No, Swear, no. no. Sorry, Sorry betrayed my trust. <laughs> he betrayed my trust. It's okay. He, he can like a bad movie and still be okay. No, he betrayed my trust. <laughs> he, he still makes good shit. Don't care. He betrayed my trust. I have to destroy every copy of Deadly Premonition. No, you have, you own like seven. <laughs> That's the sad part. I do. And you also got to destroy the card game. <laughs> oh no! All my Deadly Premonition merchandise, and I have a lot of it. Holy shit! Oh man, yeah. I think just, just that realization. I have a lot of Deadly Premonition merchandise. Holy shit! Yeah, it's a great game. <coughs> I mean, it was. It it still is. It runs at 60 FPS on the Switch. But how's that water? <laughs> Man. Uh, so congratulations to Hentai Puzzle for getting the 4AM Boys Game of the Year. Wait, hold on. That was a game? You had an award show? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Did you miss it, man? I, I guess I missed my own award show. Yeah, it goes to Hentai Puzzle, which released on Steam, I, I guess, at some point. I don't know. I don't know, man. Have you seen the shit on Steam? Uh, I've seen a lot of shit on. Did Steam. Did you see Pussy Four on Steam? 
Hold on, I'm looking this up right now. I am booting gonna, up Steam gonna, as we speak. You're gonna Google Pussy Four. I'm I'm in the store. Where's where's the search bar? Hold on. Oh my goodness! <laughs> hey Tyrina, holy pussy! Cyber Pussy 2020. All right, let's see. Let's see right here. I'm I'm searching pussy on Steam. We got pussy, pussy two, pussy three, hentai pussy, hentai pussy two. I thought pussy uh, four was run, a kitty run. I thought that was a uh, real dark, fucking dark game. fantasy jigsaw puzzle. Juicy Get hentai, puzzle. hentai fantasy. Reach 50, 60 hentai girls. Horny girl. There we go. Our our game of the year award goes to horny girl on Steam. The description says, help me, please. I'm really horny now. Um, I believe you mean it goes to hentai Nazi. Hold on, no. <laughs> Kill the hentai. Hentai World War II. Are you sure that one of the features of horny girl is you can play with one hand? It has a specific one hand mode. Wait, hold on. It has an ambient meditative soundtrack. <coughs> Look, I'm just looking at the fact there's a game called Hentai Nazi. That's not fucking real. You're, you're fucking with me right now. Hent- I, I wish I was. You're you're a, you're you're a Japanese anime girl shooting Hitlers. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> hentai Nazi. Hentai World War Two. Nazi zombies. Last anime boy saving lolly. Which looks like a bad Doom mod. In type of cross? That's not suggestive. Uh, I. Hentai. Shoot them. Hentai <laughs> memory leak. Hentai versus furries. Excuse me, what? Shout out uh, to this yeah. dude who um, has 69.8 hours in one handed mode for a horny girl. So I'm looking at hentai versus furries. Oh no! And it's a close up of an ATM. It says "Property of the Bank, Do Not Damage." <laughs> Andrew, I think we've stumbled down a rabbit hole we shouldn't have gone down. Uh, I mean, hentai crush love rhythm, hentai sniper Middle East. There's twenty page worth of hentai games, hentai weed puzzles. I like how hint, horny girl is just a sliding block puzzle that I'm, has I'm clearly stolen artwork. I, I have to see this for myself. Uh, hold on, I like this little six 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 in the corner. Oh yeah, because if you see the developer, his name is Kraken six six six. This legendary developer of horny girl. Play with 16 horny girls. One-handed mode. I'm really horny now. Hentai fantasy. It's got 100 Steam Honey achievements. Pop. Dear God. There we go. If you need to get some Steam achievements, let me tell you. If you need to get that EXP. Okay, wait. Now, hold on. Wait a minute. We got... He he has here the Kraken 666 collection. Let's take a look and see what he got. Hentai secrets, horny girl, hentai fantasy, juicy hentai, blonde... Lesbian breakout and BDSM oh. waifu. Uh, Moe Moe World War Two Three is lesbian breakout. Literally, just, it's just fucking breakout with girls being horny on each other. That's very clearly stolen artwork. That's poorly cropped. 
Uh, hentai Minesweeper. Great, yeah. Hentai Survival Island. Please look forward to our next episode of the podcast Hold where on, we review I, I every hentai game on Steam. I'm looking up hentai battle royale. No, don't look up hentai I battle royale. It, it exists. No. Hentai arena battle royale. Oh, oh, that's an ass. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a panty shot. Ooh, this is. Oh, it's a good thing that we. This would not be monetized. Oh no 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 no. Oh no no no. Wait, hold on. Hentai in your life. Hold on. What is this? Is this going to judge my life choices? I I don't know what's going on. What is this game? I don't know what's going on anymore.
So she got it all. The looks, the spice, the unmeltable ice. And those false compliments with her French accent. This otaku assassin pulls me up just to send me crashing. Difference is easy, doesn't bother you. Take what you can, then leave. Cause there's no more heroes. Yeah, there's no more heroes. Nowhere to go for your jet-minded ego. No more heroes, yeah. No more heroes. There's nowhere to go for your jet-minded ego. Jedi-minded ego. 